Hello and welcome to Creative Lives. This is the podcast that's brought to you by Lecture in Progress, where we get to know inspiring creatives, we ask them how they got to where they are today, and we also get them to share their wisdom for those that are just starting out. Our guest this week is Temu Suviala. My name is uh, Temu Suviala, and I'm a director of brand design for augmented reality and virtual reality at Facebook. His role can involve everything from designing experiences, packaging, and visual campaigns for Facebook's Oculus platform, and developing augmented reality glasses, to launching Facebook Horizon, a VR space where you can meet people from across the globe and co-create together. I'm looking at very holistically, like what design is within these two verticals or within two brands and kind of pushing the limits what brand design can be in, in those areas. But it's also very traditional and um, like we work ev- with everything from packaging design to type design to iconography to retail, but then on a lot of like experiential and UX and uh, working together with the um, industrial designers and product designers on shared design principles. So it's very, very 360 holistic work. In case you're not entirely sure what VR or AR mean, virtual reality is an immersive digital environment that you can usually access using a VR headset. It's an otherworldly space that is kind of a cut from the reality where we are today or, or at this moment. While AR or augmented reality mixes the real world with digital layers, so you'll probably have tried this in the form of an AR effect on Instagram. You're still in the environment, but there, there's more information that's catered to you. But when we think about the future of both, there's how AR and VR are coming together, or what are the ways for them to converge. Like, let's say if they stay on their own path, but at points they can, can come together. My working day is pretty typical, and it's fairly predictable, surprisingly. I start fairly early. I wake up early. I, I, I come to work around eight and have breakfast at work. I might have, you know, the first meeting with my manager. We talk about future and work in general. So that's very casual, just like starting up. And then the day really starts around 9.30, 10 with like 30 minute meetings and workshops until the end of the day. So it's really back to back. There's a lot of energy. It just keeps me going. Like I, I need that energy, like that, you know, uh, set of 30 minute slots just put together and that drive. The work is really collaborative and I collaborate with, with everyone from content strategy to UX design to product design in general, industry design, graphic designers, type designers, animators, 3D artists, strategists. It's a sweet spot to me because I've always believed in like bringing different people together and building upon everyone else's ideas. And that's just what creativity is in general, bringing different views and skill sets together. It's a classic one plus one equals three way of thinking. And then portal uh, smart video calling devices that we just launched a year ago. That's an example like how we came up with hardware and software combination that we are kind of putting out there in the world. We announced a little while ago that we're working on AR glasses and 
naturally we have Oculus, the VR brand, and hardware devices that we're pushing out there in the world as well. So the, the AR VR group is a combination of, of these hardware brands, but underneath them we have experiences that we are creating initiatives, programs, new types of people coming together. Like this year, I, I've been excited about us launching a, a new social VR platform or world uh, called Facebook Horizon. So it's a place where you can go with your virtual reality avatar and meet with people and, and do things and co-create together. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities around uh, education and doing good in the world and enterprises, like how surgeons, miners, and people who are doing very specific, even dangerous jobs, like how they can be trained through VR. So if we think about the world of augmented reality and virtual reality, it's really expanding from being a gimmick or being only about games to more encompassing and more about productivity and more about social connections. In such a fast-moving part of the industry, Temu tells us why a multidisciplinary mindset is needed to work in VR. There's all types of folks needed, from anthropologists to graphic designers, programmers, so it's very vast. But I'd say universally what everyone needs to have is kind of a multidisciplinary mindset and sort of a resilience to, to their role. Because the roles might change as the technology progresses and, and new things come their way. You don't have to know and understand all the aspects of uh, design or creativity or product design or anything. It's just like have to have a multidisciplinary mindset that these are the areas and I can learn them. And one major thing that is needed is constant learning, like how you can have a mindset that you're not set with your skills, but you're constantly evolving them and, and learning new things and adapting to, you know, new tools. Temu definitely wasn't a VR expert when he joined Facebook. Looking back at the start of his career, Temu tells us about moving to New York straight after graduation and launching a graphic design studio with some friends. When I graduated in 2001, I really didn't have an idea where to work. I had this idea of, uh, of doing something on my own, but I ended up that summer going to New York uh, with a like portfolio, like such a crappy portfolio in my hand. It was like not really good, I don't think. Looking back, I wish we had a course around portfolio making. I think they exist these days, but we didn't have that. But yeah, in the summer of 2001, me and a couple of the other people that we met, we decided to start our own agency. So I never really had a job, like a real job anywhere. And uh, we did that for six years and then it converted into Kokoroit Moi, which is uh, another design agency that we we ran and is still running, uh, doing really well. I wish I had done like business classes. I wish I had more understanding, like how to run a business and how to manage people and how to manage clients and you know invoicing all that. So a lot of it was learning and just like learning by doing. Yeah, and some of the clients were horrible. Like I learned certain things like hard way. 
you know, like bills were not getting paid and, you know, I didn't have an idea like how to go after that. And then a, a true project that kind of opened my eyes to branding and uh, kind of holistic graphic design was a work that we did for an electronic music festival back in Finland called Koneisto. And it was the true total artwork or like, like Richard Wagner like wrote about Gesamtkunstwerk in mid 1800s, like how everything in an opera like should be designed, like everything from costumes to like what's happening on stage. It's not just the score itself. And working with that music festival opened our eyes to like how you build kind of a visual narrative through different touch points that people interact with when they start to interact with something. Um, so that was a, a pivotal moment, like really thinking about like all the mediums that you can and you need to design for and how design needs to be different in these different touch points. So you're not always telling the same story, but you're kind of like adding or maybe subtracting from the narrative based on the place in the journey. On top of his work at the studio, it was time spent at agencies like Wolf Olin's that led Tamu to win briefs with huge brands like Google and MTV. To get to work with, you know, big name brands, it takes a couple of things. Like one is luck, but you can always push luck. Like you have to get present or be present. And you can be present in many different ways. You can, you can go where the people are, or you can be, you know, in articles and magazines. And we got a lot of work through the first pieces of interviews we did back in the day and the books that we were in, kind of building a network through that. So one thing is definitely luck, like, and how you can enhance luck. The second thing, how you got into like the big clients is just doing awesome work, like making sure that each project, like even if it's the smallest thing, if it's just like a collaborative poster you do with someone else for, you know, a small independent publisher, like that can be your ticket for amazing gig from, you know, Nike or, you know, anyone. Uh, so thinking about every thing as an opportunity for something really big. And that should be the mindset when you're doing your work. It's like everything is an opportunity. It can be exhausting, but, you know, that is kind of the mindset that is needed. When it was time to take his next steps, Tamer knew that he wanted to go somewhere where he could learn from and also collaborate with some of the sharpest minds in the business. He retraces the journey that led him to Facebook. I always knew I want to be somewhere in-house. I want to be inside a company and, and seeing how, you know, big projects are put together and how uh, in-house teams work. And I had multiple different offers coming my way uh, a few years back. Everything from uh, MoMA to Nike and, you know, big players. And I was just thinking, okay, what is the place where I could learn the most? And Facebook was one of the companies that had approached me. And I just like put all these opportunities together and, and see like, what is the most interesting path towards the future? Like not doing something that is just great today or like building 
on traditions, but how can I challenge myself the most? And that's why I kind of chose to come to Facebook. I think it depends on where you are on a career path, like whether you should go for a bigger challenge or then doing something that you already know. Because there are moments when you have to just get better in your skills, like before you can start improvising, you have to just build the muscles. So I'd say like early on in your career, it might be better that you just build on the things that you love and enjoy doing the most and get world-class on those. And then you can start thinking about after that, like where you could go and improvise with those skills that you've gained and how to learn something new. But you feel it, like there will be a moment when you feel like, oh, okay, now things are a little boring. I've done this same thing for, you know, a year or two years, three years. I need to flex. That's the moment to push yourself to a new area. When I think about myself as a creative, I enjoy starting new things, uh, whether it's an initiative or even a company or a, or a product. So a little before Facebook, I started a uh, Scandinavian furniture design company with a couple of friends. I actually sat down next next to someone on a plane from London to, to Helsinki and we started talking about the future of retail. And during that flight, we kind of decided we're going to try to start a design store together. And we have a couple of stores in Helsinki now, and we, we had one in Seoul in Korea, and now we have one in Japan. So it's going pretty well. So that's one side project. And another one is a uh, footwear company where I'm a partner. We're doing kind of a classic trekking shoes but for urban environments they would be great in london it's the brand is called tarvas and uh it's 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 for environments where you have a lot of rain and you have to keep your feet warm and and dry and so that's another project and i'm excited about the uh, current collaboration we have with engineered garments a new york based fashion company like they they wanted to do a collaboration for the autumn-winter uh, collection this year. Yeah, I think side projects help you to think a little differently about creativity and kind of take a little time off from your day job and bring new ideas back to that. I think it's important that whether it's your creative hobby, you know, or it doesn't, you know, have to be a true like side project. Even if you're just like drawing on your downtime or painting or making music that all can come back to your day work, whether it's, you know, about processes. It doesn't have to be the outcome, like the design or the finished song or finished product. It can be about like how you're tackling a creative challenge, especially if it's like open-ended. Like when we think about AR, VR, where things are more or less open-ended, like things could go in a lot of different directions. Being able to work in, in ambiguity, a little bit is is important, and if you do that on your side projects, just you know, start from scratch, start start with nothing. It can be helpful just when you think about the process. Finally, Temu shares his advice for aspiring creatives. Collaboration is the key. Learn how to collaborate with all kinds of professionals, like beyond creatives. Like start your side projects with a friend who went to a business school or 
went to law school and see what you could do together. Uh, I think that's important. Build on your abilities around openness, like how you can have a mindset that's constantly curious and always learning. I think those are tools that you can get really far. Always look at problems as opportunities, like have on a hat that's kind of a hat of an opportunity seeker, like everything can be an opportunity. I think there's a great quote by Charles and Ray Eames uh, when they were asked about like, what are the boundaries of design? And the answer was, what are the boundaries of problems? I think that's a mindset that all creatives should have, like, you know, Design can be applied to so many different things. We don't even know the boundaries, but we should seek for those boundaries. And we can seek those boundaries when we, you know, go beyond our own remit and collaborate with people from other walks of life. The Creative Lives podcast is brought to you by Lecture in Progress. We're a platform that's helping emerging talent to grow fulfilling creative careers. I'm Marianne Hanoon, and our guest this week was Temu Suviala. Our editor is Ivor Manley with production support from Laura Snode. In case you missed it, we've launched our all new opportunities board. It's a centralized hub for entry level opportunities. So you'll be able to find everything from junior job postings to learning schemes and internships from across the UK. You can check it out at opportunitiesboard.lecturingprogress.com. Lecture in Progress is of course made possible with the support of our brand partners. They include GF Smith, Google, Colophon Foundry, GifGaf and the Paul Smith Foundation. You can find out more at lectureinprogress.com and we also love hearing from you. So please do get in touch or leave us a rating. Till then, we'll see you next week.